Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Happy Monday. Thank you for joining me today. Sorry, I got my lipper in. I got my, I got my uh, chewing tobacco, my tobacco maxing. There's a lot of evidence that supports that uh, tobacco increases your testosterone production as well. I'm not, again, telling you guys to start chewing and smoking. <laughs> yeah, that's antithetical to my normal health preaching. But uh, I, I, I really get a good. Um, the compound in your brain is called acetylcholine, um, and there's do some research on acetylcholine. A C E T Y L C H O L I N E, acetylcholine. I think I spelled that properly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I just feel like an edge, a good one. It helps me get zoned in. It's like better than a cup of coffee. Like, dude, like the old schoolers had it figured out. You know, we we sit around and we wonder why our grandparents. You know, I hear this all the time. Grandma smoked a pack a day and drank Budweiser. She lived to be 97. She was feeding the chickens when she was 96. They had to put her in a home to get her to stop. You know, how, how often do you hear that about the whole generation? You know what I mean? Grandpa had a glass of whiskey every night with his bacon fat. And it's like, dude, I think they were on to something. You know what I mean? And the government decided they, you know, we weren't sick enough. They weren't making enough money. A few people started getting sick here and there. And they're like, oh, man, look at all the money we're making off of these people. What should we do? Let's get people more sick. Oh, eggs are bad for you. Butter is bad for you. Milk is bad for you. Here, have some milk from a cockroach or an oat or an almond and have some jet fuel to cook your food in. <laughs> Everybody's like, why does everybody have cancer? Why do I feel like such crap 24-7? Why do I why can't I think clearly? Dude, your your veins are coursing with vegetable oil, just pumping vegetable oil into your brain. You got leaky gut. Oh, and it's like the old generation didn't have any of these problems. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you're going to, you know, they spread. And here's the thing. They they attribute, um, dis, like, the lessening of certain diseases to um, vaccinations, right? And when you look at the data, it also correlates with uh, improved uh, food transportation systems and general hygiene. So, like, general hygiene and our ability to get oranges up north vitamin C packed foods up north from the south is also a huge determining factor in the overall improvement of our health. And I, I mean, I would argue, do we have an overall improvement in health? You know, what percent of the population now is overweight? It's like 70%. You know, like fit people are now completely outnumbered, probably five to one. <clears throat> which is crazy to think about. And I know I've been on the health kick recently. I just I just really want to drive these principles home to you. Um, but uh, 
And I think they had something. Yeah, so anyways, where I was going with that was the coffee and the cigarette. You know what I mean? Grandma, Grandpa, they wake up. They sit on the back porch. They have their coffee. They have their cigarette. Grandma goes inside, pulls out the cast iron skillet, cooks up some bacon and eggs. Grandpa hits the fields for the day. He's literally farming until he's 90 years old. The The guy that owns the field will own, uh, rest in peace. Uh, I don't remember his name. I, I've talked about him before because him and his wife were married forever. Um, was, was it William? No, that's the guy with the really nice uh, 67 Mustang up the road. Um, we had this guy that like builds old school cars, like remodels them or whatever. He refurbishes them in his garage and do. They're so sweet. But um, this guy was farming with one lung, one lung until he was like 87 years old. And what do you think he lived off of? Every morning when I, when I used to do a lot of running, when I was trying to get back in shape and realize that running is not the answer, um, he, uh, every morning I'd walk by their place up the road, farmhouse, and I'd smell bacon. I'd smell bacon. This construction worker back here was like flexing and yelling at his buddies. Um, funny. Uh, I'd smell bacon cooking every single morning, man. You know, I'd see him all down his tractor smoking a cigarette or a cigar, sorry, with one lung. <laughs> the guy was farming until he was 87. I mean, a lot of people live to be 87 now, but they're in a home. They can't walk. They're pooping all over themselves all day long, you know? So, I don't know if eating bacon every day and smoking cigs and drinking coffee is necessarily the answer, but... And plus, coffee now is one of the more highly processed foods. I don't know if you guys knew that. Take... You got to be careful about the type of coffee you get. I've stopped drinking coffee um, when I really did some research. <clears throat> Before I espouse anything on this podcast, I need you to understand my background. I was the only kid in New York State uh, up until like 2015 or 16. I graduated in 2010 to ever ace uh, both the chemistry and the physics uh, standardized exams in New York. The only one in New York State that that I was aware my teachers told me um, and that's why I went to school for science chemistry and physics and I would just not go to class take the test get 80s to 85s on the test which is respectful respectable for never doing homework and never going to class it just came very naturally so I have a research <coughs> oriented mind I'm not sitting on here just spitting all this science stuff to you guys with no I'm not saying I got a PhD in this. It's not. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not a scientist by any means, but I I, I have a highly a research-oriented mind, and my research-oriented mind knows well enough to not live in an echo chamber um, and to look at both sides of everything that I talk about with you guys. Um, which is why I have so many contrarian opinions and ideas. Because most people just hear something from their doctors or their teachers or the government. They're like, oh, okay, that's fact. Without ever, you know, diving into the other side of it and, and analyzing and thinking for themselves. So anytime I talk to you guys about this stuff, like, please understand it comes from, like, I don't talk about things on here unless I have at least a rudimentary understanding of both sides of the argument or both ideas. You know what I mean? So you just pass a guy walking down the road. He looks pretty healthy. He's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I say, don't smoke cigarettes. 
that's probably the worst. That's probably the worst thing you. I'm not telling anybody here to smoke cigs. What I am saying is, if you do want to smoke, you know what I want to learn how to do is grow my own tobacco. There's got to be a way you could create, like, you know, people grow weed indoors. I want to grow tobacco indoors. And I'm sure that's super illegal, and I don't care. Come for my tobacco plants. You're going to get. I saw this me. I shared this meme yesterday. And it was these two guys, these two guys from that British car, these two British guys from that supercar show. You know, they drive supercars around and like rank them. And uh, they were laugh, laughing hysterically. And it's like you and your buddy after the ATA. <laughs> Hold on. I'm spitting my dip out. I know when I start to get a little lightheaded. That's that's the uh, that's the upper limit because after that I'll get nauseous. I start feeling really good. I'm like, oh, I'll keep it in, and then I get sick. <laughs> um, it's, the, it's like you and your buddy laughing. It's these two guys laughing hysterically, like in stitches. You and your buddy laughing after the ATF agent shoots the fake dog full of tannerite ball bearings. <laughs> so tannerite. It's a projectile explosive. I don't know what the actual term is, but it's a it's a it's an explosive that you need to put a projectile uh, certain feet per second through to get it to explode. So they suggested, hypothetically in Minecraft, uh, that you fill a fake dog because the ATF is known for just shooting people's dogs. You fill a fake dog with tannerite and ball bearings. <laughs> Just, another one is you put you put tannerite in a Roomba Roomba vacuum. <laughs> Imagine the ATF goes to raid you and there's just there's fake dogs full of tannerite and ball bearings and Roombas just going around your front lawn. You know what they could do? Those uh, those those uh, electric lawnmowers that go on their own that are like Roombas, but they're lawnmowers. It's like, dude, this guy's got 27 lawnmowers. And all of a sudden, you just hear, boom, ball bearings flying all over the place. I'm absolutely weeping right now. I'm laughing so hard. Oh, anyways, so... Leave my tobacco plants alone. <laughs> That's my thing, man. I just want to be left alone. You know what I mean? Like, leave me alone. Get your gay propaganda and your seed oils away from me and my family. Just leave us be. You know? <laughs> I won't start a revolution. How about that? There's the trade-off. You leave me alone out in the woods, and I won't start a revolution. <laughs> there we go. Leave me and my family alone. But anyways, back to what I was saying before. Coffee is really bad for you, man. Uh, I did a deep dive uh, last night into coffee. And the stuff they do to it to prepare it just from start to finish, dude. It's one of the more highly processed foods we consume. Um, that's why you're seeing a lot of coffee alternatives come out like these mushroom mixes. I haven't done enough. Uh, digging into these nootropic mixes like Lion's Mane and all this, you know, Lion's Mane's like the big one. I've taken Lion's Mane, I can't say, and, and at very high doses, I don't notice 
any measurable effect. Uh, it might be one of those things you have to take day after day after day um, to see any kind of effect, but I, I just, I haven't noticed it. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, be careful about what you're putting your body uh, in regards to coffee. I'm sure there's probably some um, some coffees out there that are that are not super highly processed, you know, but just what they have to do to dehydrate the beans and stuff is just not and preserve them. Uh, it's 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 pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Do do some research on how they make coffee and just what goes into that process and you'll probably stop drinking it if you're smart. I mean, I'll have a cup every once in a while. You know what I mean? If I go to Grammy's house, hey, you want a coffee? You know, that'd be different, you know, but uh, I don't think I'm going to be drinking it every day. I don't, I'm not a big coffee person anyways, but I know many of you are, you know, so just, um, I would almost, I would rather what I'm drinking right now is Celsius or a bang, which there's a lot of stuff in there like dyes and stuff that aren't good for you either. But, uh, anyways, so careful with coffee, but <clears throat> I was thinking this morning, uh, one thing I did want to discuss with all of you is uh, creating peace uh, around your morning routine. <laughs> creating peace in your morning routine. I think it's really important. I noticed days, my whole mood for the rest of the day uh, really depends on how my morning goes. And the biggest thing I have to fight in the morning is the urge to grab my phone automatically. You know what I mean? I want to grab my phone. It's just like I have this obsession with clearing out my notifications. I don't like unread emails. I don't like unread texts. I don't like unread notifications in my trading apps uh, or, you know, my social media. Um, I'm still, you know, I just, I have so much like PTSD from like working in insurance and like overdrawn bank accounts and like I, that stuff I don't have to worry about anymore. But I still, it's just years and years and years of programming that's being undone. And it takes time. But the big thing for me is not touching your phone. I don't touch my phone now until I get on this podcast and start filming or recording rather. Um, I, I try to get up early when nobody else is awake. <clears throat> I've been trying, Ada's, Ada's it's, it's been a crapshoot with Ada what time she's going to wake up. Like I left the house at 7.30, she was still asleep. I was going to actually get her up and I waited around until 7.30 and she's, I'm like, all right, well, I got to go. <clears throat> so I'm glad she slept in so my wife could sleep today. Um, but I try to get up before anybody else and just sit in silence. I've been waking up a little later. Um, I, I started a new sleep protocol with, uh, with, hold on, I'm going to see if I can let this guy out. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Truck next to me. Good teamwork, bro. Nice work, buddy. Um, it's Inos an inositol or something like that. I N O S I T O L. Um, I take two scoops of that. I think that's five grams. I take, uh, five grams of glycine. I take, uh, I don't know what the dosage on magnesium is, but magnesium theanate, theanite. Uh, I take that and, uh, L-theanine about 400 milligrams of that. And dude, I've been sleeping great. I have some pretty wild dreams. I don't know which of those compounds because I started all four at the same time, but I got that sleep protocol, uh, and boy, I tell you what, I take that before bed and I sleep like a baby. 
but I sleep later. I've, I haven't been waking up till 6, 6.30 when I normally wake up at like, last summer I was waking up at like 3.30, 4 what, what are we doing here? 3.30, 4.30. But uh, I feel like I'm getting much better quality sleep. But um, anyway, so I try to get up before everybody else and just have moments of peace where I just sit on at our table that overlooks the woods and uh, you know this is after I get the chickens and the dogs out and I've gone through you know I have my salt water and fruit and honey and all that I try to usually get some protein in there so I'm out down on some leftover steak and uh, I'll just sit there and read the Bible and talk and just sit with God. And it's, it's you've got to learn to slow down and just uh, the urge to grab my phone. I'm, we're so addicted. I'm so addicted to my phone. It's crazy. I cannot wait to someday get rid of this thing. Um, I would love to have it to where the only way you could contact me is through an assistant and coming out to see me. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, oh, you really want to talk to me? Well, here, my jet will pick you up and drop you off, to, like, directly on my property. That's my dream. Um, because I'm not going to be on my phone. I cannot wait to get rid of my phone. I think so much clearer and with such deeper levels of profoundness <clears throat> What I am off my phone most of the of the day. So listen, I, I just want to tell everybody right now, you're going to start, I, I'm known for being highly responsive. <clears throat> you're probably going to see a pretty sharp decrease in that over the next couple of months and years. Um, this whole being on your phone and always being, I was brainwashed to always be available. And uh, I think that there is in some of the building stages of your careers and things like that, that is important. Um, or is it? You know what I mean? Is it? I don't know. But try spending some time away from your phone. Like, put your phone away. And it, like, Sundays. Why do you need your phone on a Sunday? If you don't have work on a Sunday and you're just going to church and it's a rest day for you, why do you need your cell phone? I would lock your cell phone in a safe. Like, I shut mine off and put it on top of the cu cupboards, cabinets, like there's a ledge and if you drop it behind it, it's like really hard to just reach up and get. Like I got to climb on top of the cabinet, on top of the counter to get it. So I just drop my phone up there so I'm not tempted to just pick it up and look at it real quick. I shut it off and I put it up there. So I think being alone in the morning, I think sitting down, spending time with God obviously is the most important piece of that puzzle. And I just, I'm in such a better mood. You could probably sense that I'm not angry today. I'm not fired up. Like, I feel very in the zone. You know what I mean? I'm ready to smash this workout. I didn't end up doing squats yesterday. The, the energy in the gym was just very dead. There were like five people in that whole place. It was crazy. So I did cardio. Um, I did uh, 20 minutes incline treadmill. And then I did seven minutes really fast on the stair stepper. That sucked. And then I went over to the Jacob's ladder and climbed that for two minutes. And that was about all I could take. I was, my legs were screaming, screaming. I was pouring sweat. And then I did some upper chest. I don't hit upper chest as much as I should. So I did incline flies. I did incline uh, barbell bench press. 
Um, and then that was it. Went in, sat in the sauna. I, st I spent a little extra time in the steam room and got it super hot. There's like a sensor in there. So not the sauna, but the steam room. There's a sensor. You pour some water over it and the steam just comes pouring out. It got so hot. There's some other guy in there yesterday. He's like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> but running out of the sauna. It sucked. It felt like, you know that feeling in your gut? It's like, for me, it's like a tightness when you do really hard physical exercise. That was the feeling I got in the, in the steam room yesterday. And I'm like, ah, yeah, this is this is the stuff right here. This is what I needed. And I went home and I felt great. I felt absolutely fantastic. <sighs> so, um, yeah, but try to find a way. And I think a lot of you, uh, it boils down to getting up earlier. You're like, if so many of you right now probably are rushing every morning, rushing, 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 rushing. And that just, <clears throat> that sucks. You know what I mean? If you've got kids, you got to get up earlier. <clears throat> you got to go to bed earlier and you got to get up earlier. A lot of people will tell me they can't. And it's like they're more, they're like at night, they're watching a show or they're on their phone just mindlessly. Like get on the sleep protocol I just told you about. And you'll fall asleep quicker and you'll stay asleep longer. I still always wake up once at least around two o'clock between two and three. And then I go back to bed. I, I feel like some nights I could wake up, like up, up at two or three, but I'm like, dude, what am I going to do? <laughs> I want to be done with everything I need to do by nine o'clock. And then I'm just going to, what am I going to do for the rest of my day? You know, there's only so much you can do in a day. <clears throat> I don't want too many waking hours because idleness is the devil's playground. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I guess today's episode, I just want you guys to find a way to get some peace in your mornings. And this is this, I think this will be one of the tougher ones for most of you to implement. I really do. I think if I could get 40% of you to implement normally what I tell you to do, I think maybe 10% of you will do this. Because people want to sleep in, people want to stay up late, people, but when you start to do it three or four days in a row and you just start to realize the improvements in your moods. Oh, I'm telling you, it's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. I think it'd really change uh, a lot of your lives, you know, um, just your mood throughout the day. Like, again, like right now, I don't feel an edge in a bad way. Like, I don't feel aggressive because I'm not stressed. You know what I mean? I spent time on gratitude this morning, so Bane crawled up into bed with me. Right when we, he just knows, dude, if, when my eyes open... He's up, he flaps his ears and comes up. I don't know how he, maybe it's just me wrestling around right before I wake up. But the moment my eyes snap open, Bane's like at the side of the bed. He sleeps at the foot of our bed. He's at the side of the bed and I pull him up into the bed with me and I cuddle him for a minute. And I was just, I focused on how thankful I was for my dog today. <clears throat> and how he's such a pain in the butt sometimes. <laughs> he really is. Bane's a... Bane is a Bane. You know what I mean? He's crazy. He's absolutely nuts. And he doesn't always listen. He's always going into the stinky puddle in the middle of the woods. I got to hose him off. And he's chasing the chickens. And then he's chasing the UPS guys. chasing cars down our dirt private road. And I got to remind myself he's a dog. You know what I mean? He's doing dog stuff. You know? And I was just holding him today thinking about how thankful I was for Bane. And uh, thanking God for, you know, the way I found him, it was funny. Uh, my wife and I were sitting, it was like March, 
March of 2017 or 18. Probably 2018. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Yeah, yeah. So 2018. March of 2018. My wife and I were just sitting on the couch one Saturday. And I just Googled. um, I was watching, I think, Instagram reels of, like, people training dogs. Like, German Shepherds and the Belgian Malinois and all that. And I Googled training, dog training facility, Pittsburgh, PA. And there was one, I think it was in McCandless, like 10 minutes from our house. And I'm like, dude, let's go check this place out. It looks like a military compound, right? So we drive up and we were there. We just pulled in and they were all out training their dogs. And the lady kind of looked at us and there she's like, we don't have a dog. <laughs> we're like, we're looking at her like, we don't have a dog. We just want to come check this place out, right? So we're standing there, we're watching these dogs, and this lady named Sam Pankratz, I think her name was, Sam Pankratz, comes up to us. She's like, hey, you know, um, one of my older girls um, got pregnant, totally unexpected. She's like nine years old. I didn't think she'd get pregnant. She got pregnant, I just had a litter of puppies that I'm pretty much giving away, and we're like, nah, we live in a small apartment, you know, we gotta, we can't have a German Shepherd. You know, we're in like a small little apartment that's just right before we moved into the townhouse in, in Wexford. <clears throat> and I'm like, no, we can't have a dog right now. And she's like, let me just show you. And all of a sudden, this little, she goes down to her car over this hill. And I hear this yipping, yipping, yipping. And then I hear a big dog barking. I think it was his dad, Bane's dad. Who was, who, he was a beast. And uh, all of a sudden, I see this little brown, or this little black fuzzball flopping ears come running up over the hill and I I swear to you Astroneva he comes right up to me and sits down right in front of me and looks up at me and everybody's like oh he loves he chose you I'm like damn <laughs> like I gotta get this dog so we bought him right there on the spot dude we she gave him to us for like 500 bucks this is a thoroughbred German Shepherd and she was basically giving them away it was like four or five hundred dollars I remember I ran home got her a check we came back and next thing you know we got a dog in the back of the car yelping and screaming in a crate we're going to petco to get him a bed and all this stuff it was just it's it's so cool how that all happened and i've had bane ever since i think he's five or he's gonna be six this year six this december he was born on christmas or christmas eve so i don't know just really cool but yeah that's how i got bane on a whim and he's the best one of the best things that's ever happened to me you know behind my wife and my kid he's like he's like a child to me uh he's a really good dog but anyways i was just thinking about how thankful i was for him so try practicing some gratitude this morning all right i love you guys have a great day let's get it peace